Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. Let's have all the oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Why that album was so slept on? Because we chased the popular and leave the authentic behind. And only to have to double back to the authentic because the popular doesn't last long. Just think about how many, just think about from 20, we'll say from 2011 till now, how many one hit wonder songs have you heard? You're listening to Option Forward Podcast, a shared platform of independent thinkers and motivators. Join us as we capture the culture of leaders that are paving the way and sharing their inspirational stories. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome back to our platform, your show. I'm your boy, Drew. I'm always joined by the second half of the show. GQ Nesto, how you doing today? What it do, what it do? What it do, what it do? That's it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, LA's wild. LA. I ain't gonna lie. LA's wild. You know what I mean? Hurricane coming. Oh, yeah. Hey, that shit. When my landlord sent me an email, that shit changed everything. I was like, oh, hell no, this shit is real. I didn't even know that shit was a, a Hillary. I was like, oh, here here goes another hoax, you know, trying to. Who names the hurricane? Yeah, that's what I was trying to figure out. But uh-huh. yeah. For sure. Hey, well, ladies and gentlemen, in the studio today, we have a dynamic producer artist combo straight out of Texas who combine their talents like some like some apple pie with some ice cream on vanilla hey. ice cream on top you know what I'm <laughs> that, that'd be hitting hard right um like a painter in a black canvas um or like some burn ins and some ice cold beer you know what I'm saying like a nice summer day you know what I'm saying <laughs> everybody getting hungry right now um but they stepped onto the court and they called next ladies and gentlemen and to usher them into this game into the platform I, I definitely think they're the ones to watch and I, I miss I wish it's not going to wish it's going to happen guys y'all going to see them alright speak it into existence but ladies and gentlemen please welcome to the game out of Texas Tim Nix and Killer Tex how y'all doing right now yo appreciate y'all appreciate y'all for having us man appreciate for sure, for y'all sure. I was Tim how was the flight <laughs> Let's talk about it. Oh, uh, it was we we rode Spirit Airlines. Spirit? Yeah. I know somebody who likes Spirit. I like Spirit. Did too. you have to hold somebody else's baby? No, because I'm not doing it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was it was cool. I mean, it was eventful in in a way, and you know, kind of slipped through everything. Pretty much took a long nap and. Nobody complained about me snoring, so I guess it was good. It was good. It's good <laughs> spine therapy. You know what I mean? You oh, were man. straight the whole time. Yeah, you know well, they got. You them. can't lean back in spirit. You can't. <laughs> no. The, the, those. Oh, the seats don't even adjust. No, them no. You gotta, you gotta correct yourself, bro. <laughs> I had to wake up in between my naps and adjust my legs. You know, you gotta, you gotta move around. You gotta shimmy because you get, you get stiff. You be paused. You be stuck. So what's up? I feel you. What about you, Killer? What was the, how was the flight for you? Spooky. Spooky? Is this your first time in Cali? Yeah, first time flying too. Oh, oh. bro. I was, I was stiff. Bro. You prayed the sinner's prayer? Oh, God, if this is my day. I said it backwards. <laughs> for sure, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's talk about how did it all get started? Tim, I know you was the MC. Let's not, you know what I'm saying, so we can know how this is. Killer, you the producer. Tim, you the MC. How did you get started, Tim? I mean, I'm sorry. Tim, no, I'm right. Tim. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for me, it was poetry. It was poetry and it was the BMG CDs. So 
I'm pretty sure everybody in here is pretty much in their early 30s, maybe late 30s. So inside like Ebony magazines, any kind of magazine, they would always have the BMG offers where you pay five cent for 10 CDs. So for me, it was like, okay, my mama is never gonna buy me Tupac, All Eyes On Me. I'll never get that. Now this little Will Smith CD, she might buy it. She might get the Will Smith, <laughs> but I don't want the Will Smith. I want this Pac, and I want this Wu-Tang CD. I want this, this not Wu-Tang, excuse me, the Raekwon. It was the Raekwon, only built for Cuban links, and it was the Iron Man. So, you know, like any normal kid would do, I decided, okay, I'm gonna take it in my own hands. I'm just gonna forge their name. So I did it once with, for my mama. So you was doing illegal things to get, get music. That hey, you gotta do right now yeah. national, national television. Fuck national TV. But anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> now nah, I'm just bullshit. But now, nah, um, pretty much, I, I just I took a chance and um, I used their name. And of course, I got a whipping for it. You know, like normal kids get whipped because a bill comes and you know you try to hide it. And you know, my mom was like, I was doing laundry. What is this bill? $125 from BMG. Who is BMG? Mama, I don't know. Hey, but hold up, hold up. Will you do it again? Fucking right. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'll do it okay. again. I'll pay it for it this time. <laughs> you know, what I what I find funny is, is uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? I was hollering at you on the phone for a little bit. Um, and you were you, you missing the CD that you got, though. What's what, what, what? Why you didn't bring up the Tevin Campbell CD? Ah, that boy what? tried to do what? it. I, yeah, I did get it. Why you, why you like, I got the Tevin Campbell. Yeah, I got yeah. the Tevin because Tevin was he was cool then. Before he, you know, he got real zesty. Okay. Yeah. Was you singing alone? Nah. No. You, you were sliding just, out. Oh y'all call her. Y'all try to play me, man. Y'all try to play me for real. And then y'all did it with serious face. Like, were you sliding out? I'm like, whoa, hold on. Now, now, now. You know, Tevin, Tevin had a unique voice. He just was zesty. And shout out to Tevin Campbell, you know, because you know. But um, it was Tevin Campbell, Iron Man, uh, uh Ghostface Killer Iron Man. Raekwon, uh, Only Built for Cuban Leaks, Will Smith, Big Willie Style, and it was Tupac, All Eyes on Me, which the Tupac, All Eyes on Me CD was like $32 alone by itself. No, it was. You know what I'm really saying? Know. Like, that was that's what was crazy, because you order this shit and it say five cent, but you wind up paying $26 and five cent for, you know what I'm saying? So those cds kind of well not not all of those cds but the Pac and the wu-tang directly affected me because it gave me a sense of okay i can say whatever i want to say i can say whatever i want to say in ways that other people can understand and other people may feel but don't necessarily feel they have the power to stand up and say so you know i started out writing poetry I wrote poetry for a couple of years and then fast forward maybe 99, 2000, I started writing music. And uh, in the midst of that, you know, I started kind of finding myself as an artist and it took some time to find myself because other people will always tell you what they think you should be, what you could be, what you can be, and what you can't be. They use all four of those to make you be something that they think you should be. You know what I'm saying? So you have to continue to keep your individuality and be who you are and not let other people's opinions directly affect you. It's cool to accept an opinion, but it's not cool to take the perception of an opinion and apply it to your life because that's not necessarily who you are or what you're going to be your path your path is there but who you are is not there you have to go through your path in order to, for people to be able to understand why you are like you are you know what i'm saying so that was kind of my introduction it was poetry no school programs no, it's also. kind of similar to like what we was talking about in the kitchen you know what i'm saying it's like what works now so if you say yo i'm about to be an artist you know what i'm saying painter 
yeah. right? You look at who's popping right now. So you just, if you're giving that opinion to somebody who wants to get into that field, you're only thinking about what's popping right now. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you should be like this, or you yeah. should paint like this, or you should write like this. So that's sure. that's kind of where where it comes from. But no, nah, but Killer, hey, um, who are some of your first musical inspirations? Man, Herbie Hancock. Oh, DJ Screw, Spice One, Pac, UGK. Oof, it's a lot. But uh, I think my first tape I ever had was uh, America's Most Nightmare. What, uh, Ice Cube, right? Yeah. Yeah, I I never heard Gangsta Rap until I heard that album. My cousin... My older cousin, he like 10 years older than me, he used to come in with all these CDs and stuff. And I used to look like, oh, what's this? What's this? And I used to go sneak and listen. I wasn't just supposed to listen to it. Was you on the BMG too? Yeah, all that. 12 CDs for a cent? <laughs> oh, no. Man, I didn't get a chance to do that. My grandma knew kids. No, um, yeah, I, man, one day, you know, the, the tape was just jamming, man. So, I, man, I stole my cousin's tape, bro, cassette. Started listening to it. Man, I had it for like a good three months before you find out I had it. Mm. He kicked my ass. But that made me fell in love with hip hop, like stuff like Ice Cube, Pop. And then when DJ Screw came in, I started learning more about LA culture through him. The first Screw tape song I ever heard was Spice One rolling with my motherfucking strip. Mm. He made you want to buy a 45, huh? Bro. Immediately. Immediately. <laughs> 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 but it's like I met him and Screw at the same time. That's the first ever song I ever heard. And then when I started hearing the chops with the syllables, and I'm like, that's like double gangster. So I'm yeah. like, woo. So I just started collecting tapes in school and all kinds of stuff, man. Then I got into DJing because of Screw. And then that kind of converted into music years later, like learning how to do beats and stuff. For sure. Like, I just started winging it, bro. Like, well, you have to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It ain't it's almost to like you do it, taking the wire hanger and you trying to turn your TV to the right channel. Mm-hmm. That's basically how I learned how to do music. It wasn't no learning as a kid, studying music. I'm just winging it. Like, it started with a Dell computer, bro. Like, Dang, was that the green screen? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, crap. Man, you know, I'm he was out here playing Tetris on his spare time, you know, huh? Like, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it just, I don't know, man. It's just the, the feeling of music, the frequency. Like, I always stuck to that formula of music. Not the popular music, but music that could change the mind and change, you know, change how we feel, think, move. And act in this world, you, you you need some type of change. Somebody has to do something, bro. Something different. Yeah, something different or something that makes something more progressing after we are gone. Nobody thinks about that. Everybody thinks about the now and how good they want to be, but don't want to pass it on to nobody else. And I, that's that's the part of the music I don't want to be a part of. Popular or not, rich or not, I can't do it. So, this shit makes so. me want to light up a cigar. Let me just listen to you talk. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. You like, <laughs> said facts. But no, but don't don't go too deep in that because that's you messing up my questions, man. Oh, <laughs> you messing up my questions, okay, bro. Okay. All right. But no, uh, but I got a question for the both of you guys though. Like, I think about you know sports, right? I yeah. love watching uh, sports, right? I love it. it it's like it relaxes me. Mm-hmm. But my kids, they're athletic. They have that gene. Mm. But they refuse to watch any sports. They're born with a six-pack. Right? So I'm just like, how can you learn the game if you're not a student of the game? Do you mm-hmm. guys feel, and I want to hear you start out with you, Tim. Do you feel that you have to be a student of the game to be great? Should everybody know who Devin the Dude is? Should everybody know who Scarface is? Um, trying to pick up a mic. It's it's not. I mean, you you should be a student of the game, but then it's like you're a student of proximity. So let's say you're from. Let's say you from St. Louis. If you're from St. Louis, you're more than likely gonna take 
that most popular artist and that's the artist you're gonna study that's the artist you're gonna become a student of and then or it could be whatever's hot it can be the so it can be the proximity or whatever's hot you take a liking to it and you study it and you study this person and you start to mimic you some some people mimic some people you know and you become you you come into your own you come you come into your own eventually you come into your own a lot of people come into their own but it's different types of students just like when we were in school just like we was in school you had different types of students you had class clowns you had dummies it was a whole lot of dummies shout out to all the dummies i went to school with that's right uh, i ain't got to say y'all names you niggas know y'all was dumb you couldn't spell but anyway um <laughs> so <laughs> so um you, you have different types of students and with each type of student they have a different type of talent now you have some students that have all-around talent you have some students that have ah, a little bit of this a little bit of that but they average then you have your below average and then you have the dummies the ones who copy the ones who don't want to have a certain type of individuality they believe that copying and applying to them will give them a, the originality or the individuality which it doesn't but if that's how they feel that's on them however you feel it's you you know what i'm saying i can give my opinion on something but that doesn't make my opinion a fact that's just how i feel about it but it's different like i say it's different kinds of students but it's a difference between a rapper and an mc you know what i'm saying Explain what's the difference a MC moves the moves the crowd, controls the crowd. A rapper just raps. A rap it, it, it's kind of like the word try. I've almost taken the word try out of my vocabulary because try means to do without feeling. So if I tell you, so if we talking and you say, "Hey Tim, um, we need a song for the podcast," I can try that means i'm gonna do it without feeling if i do something without feeling and without actually putting forth the effort i'm being disrespectful that means i'm not honoring what's requested or i'm not honoring what you're actually saying i'm just gonna do it just to do it and if the outcome is good i'm cool if the outcome is bad i'm also cool so that's why it, it, it you know it, it's a you know, a lot of people use the word try and I'll shout out to all the people that use the word try because you really don't give a fuck. <laughs> you really don't give a fuck. The word try is one of the most negative words you can hear because anytime somebody uses the word try, if you notice, they, they say it in a high pitch. They'll say, if you ask for something, hey, can you do it? I can try. you be like, bro, you don't care about how it's being done. So, so speaking on that though, like it, he he brings a very fucking interesting fact that I was like thinking on my way driving out here. But like, you know what's the the, the drug that is like popping bigger than cocaine and weed and all the imagine the most high quality drug that you could think of. What's oh, I more? What, no, 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 no. I'm just I, I'm just asking. Do you know Wait what's the minute. high? What's the biggest drug that's bigger than that? Yeah. What? Nobody. What no. is problems oh, problems stress. you know what i mean stress so you know what i mean like we, we live in an environment that it's easy to point out a problem just to justify the lack of success right so we're we here like thinking that we're living our reality but we really aren't and i was telling him earlier today like we think that we're living our reality but the fact is is that we're we're living what we're focused on mm -hmm. so now i have a question for both of you guys do you guys believe that? And what is, describe your focus. Kelly, you wanna, what's up with you? All right, so for me, um, for me, it's a balance. In order to be successful, you have to have some kind of balance. As a human being, you have to have some kind of balance. There's no, there are no good things that happen to you without things of the opposite that happen to you. So you have to learn how to balance those things, how to react to those things, how to control your emotions, especially as men. As men, 
we should learn how to show emotion but not live there when you live there then you become a person who is problem-based. People who are problem-based never focus on solutions. If you have friends that, you know, we all have friends that we talk to that every time they call you, they got a problem. <laughs> you call, hey, oh, man. You're like, bro, what's wrong? Oh, it's just not going good. You're like, bro, what's wrong? <laughs> man, she won't talk to me. Or it's, it's always some, you know what I'm saying? Right. Because this person is problem-based. People who are problem-based are only going to focus on the problem. No matter how many solutions you give them, no matter how many opinionated solutions you give them, they're gonna always reverse it all the way back to the problem. Yeah. And that's why we have to learn how to be solution-based people. And it's a, it's a, sometimes you have to seclude yourself from everybody. You have to pull yourself away and know that you have problems. First is locating the problem, acknowledging the problem, your availability to the problem because that's a part of your time and that's a part of your focus. Mm -hmm. So after that, after you've acknowledged and done everything else, you need to apply those to work on the problem. But people get caught up in stress and people get caught up in the problem so they get stuck and when they get stuck no progression everyone every one of us is a is a a king of some sort to our circle of people if you've ever you ever heard i had a homeboy shout out to my my dog mike man he tell me this all the time heavy is the head that wears the crown you have friends you have friends he has friends he has friends where these people look to you for a certain type of guidance and it's not that your life is better than theirs it's not that you know more than them it's the way you handle it the way you come up with solutions the way you don't focus on the problem you might be a person and you might be a person where you got a problem you like Shh. what'd you say Man, I'm finna go smoke me a blunt, drink me a beer, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna figure that shit out. But we sometimes don't even really have to figure it out, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think sometimes when we focus on some, obviously it's a problem for a fucking reason. You yeah. know what I mean? So that means it's time to move on and and find a new um, opportunity that's gonna, you know, be a, a obviously a basically what you learn from that particular situation that particular scenario and but i I, I just think learn. that some you know people don't learn they hey have to, they have to learn but but that's the thing i think it all comes down to your environment right facts, facts, your environment facts, so facts. like for example um you know there, there was like a research saying about like there's no such thing as like depression or anxiety because the reality is 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 that that's all you're focusing on if you're feeling that way is because you're feeling like okay I'm, I'm anxious or all that but you're not stepping away from like okay i've learned from this to move on from there and, it, and it's crazy because a trauma is a bruise yeah, you're gonna heal from a bruise mm -hmm. you know what i mean but and the trauma's still there but it's a bruise, bro. Yeah. You know it's gonna wipe out. So yeah. it just comes down to what are you doing to heal that bruise? And you correct because we have a gazillion and some cells in our body. What we speak, what we speak to ourselves, what we speak, what we speak out loud vibrates. Hundred mm percent. -hmm. So if I sit here, if I sit here and I just keep telling myself I'm never gonna be shit, never gonna be shit, never gonna be shit, never gonna be. It's gonna happen. I'm, I'm programming, programming and vibrating and then I'm putting it into the air. So even y'all are beginning to believe it and begin to look at me this way because it's vibrating. Right. So we have to be careful with how we talk to ourselves. The most important conversation is not the conversation that we have with each other. It's what we have alone. Because those conversations alone are what build you. Those are the builders. Those are the conversations when you decide to do something, you don't necessarily, you call people after you've already had a conversation with yourself. I guarantee you, 
before you decided on something, you was right. You may have been riding. You, mm-hmm. you on? You coming from somewhere? You, you know what? I'm, for, I'm gonna do it. I got this. Then what you do? You call your home. You gotta have that validation. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, because that's that's just that's just the you know what I'm saying. That's that's sort of the moral. That's the the moral support and the family support that some of you know what I'm saying that a lot of times we actually need and we don't get. We really don't get from our actual family. It's always the homeboy or the brother or the guard brothers. You know, it's not always the family. And which it, it really doesn't matter because at the end of the day, what says the most about you is your self talks about yourself, how you treat other people. Not how you're perceived. Not how everybody wants to look at you. I could give a fuck. I don't... I, can I cuss? I can cuss. Yes. I'm sorry, y'all. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. <laughs> but fuck it, it's too, well, forget no, it. It's too late. So um, I, I stopped worrying about people's perception about me a long time ago. I, I've, I, I'm going to always be who I am. You know what I'm saying? When we talked on the phone, it was, we talked for what? Four hours? Three hours? Oh, this motherfucker. Let's leave that out, though. Let's leave that out. <laughs> bro, no, no. bro. I thought he was just playing. No, I told you he wasn't. You ain't hit it. <laughs> that boy was odd. I don't know what he was doing the night before. He must have been playing with Legos or something. <laughs> I, don't know. Legos. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck he was doing, but he was. But, um, but, um, for, like I say, for me, as y'all can see, I'm a very forward coming, straight, straightforward person. You know what I'm saying? But um, I believe in in order for us to manifest, we have to first change our program and change how we talk to ourselves. The eyes and O's. Yeah, because everybody at this table can say they hate me. I still laugh at y'all. That's not gonna change nothing for me. You can't change what's in here. Only I can change what's in here and what's in here. Because one of my OGs used to tell me, if it's not in here, it's not gonna be out here. So changing our programming, first of all, because like you say, our environment can dictate what we feel about ourselves or how we see ourselves. Think, think about your drive to work, right? Yeah. And, and I'm pretty sure everybody can relate to that, right? But have you ever noticed that you, you can be on your way to work, be talking to whoever, right, on the phone, but you your body automatically knows what exit to take, what freaking turns to take, and you could be like going ape shit on that call. You know what I mean? Yeah. You could be like, what the fuck, blah, blah, blah. Hold a quick left turn, you know, you turn. <laughs> like, hey, you know what I mean? Like, that's how hypnotized we are yeah. in this world, right? Because, yeah. like I said, reality's passing by. You're yeah. just thinking on whatever the fuck you're thinking. Yeah. And the reality is, is, is that we're not living our reality. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's wild. Yeah, you're right. Most definitely, most definitely. Look, let's bring it back to music real quick, though, right? <laughs> we had a whole... Yeah, yeah, let's bring it back to the music real quick, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, killer, man, in your opinion, right? So everybody's talking about the streaming game. You've seen several reels where mm-hmm. uh, Snoop has alluded to, like, yo, man, I get you a billion streams and I get a $1,000 check, you know? Um, what? Where does the math come from? Where? Do, who's calculating everything? Who puts the value in it? In your opinion, 
uh, us transitioning to from uh, physical sales, CDs, albums, and stuff like that, going to the streaming platforms, do you believe that it's hurt the music game or helped the music game? Destroyed the music game. Destroyed it. <laughs> Destroyed it. <laughs> Say game over. Why you know, the artists Talk make, to us about the it. The artists make way less these days off their albums than what we used to have back in the day with physical CDs. We had more control over our ownership, our product and everything before hip hop became corporate. So, ooh boy, like once it went to digital, everybody a platinum artist now. Everybody <laughs> racking a million streams and a billion streams, but you going- you From can, Bangladesh. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, bro. Like, you, going, you going to YouTube, that YouTube got a hundred views, but it's not matching this and this. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's, the algorithm yeah. is broken now. Yeah. Like, everybody could look like a platinum artist, but like, it don't match in all areas of the music. Oh man. So it's like, it kind of like oversaturated everything. Numbers is the new platinum hit, not the song. You can say boop boop you do, but you got like 20 million views. I'm like, for what? <laughs> <laughs> Bro. Remember Kanye did a song called Poopity Scoop, Doopity Boop. He tricked everybody. And that song was a troll. That was a troll song to Drake too. Cause he, cause he didn't want Drake to have that beat no more. So he's like, okay, I'm gonna put it out. Poopity now, Scoop, man. And I was wow. very upset. That I was like, Kanye, what was wrong with you? Like, Poopity Scoop, bro. Poopity Scoop. Nah, but the game changed so much, bro. Like I used to be out there with artists and stuff like selling CDs out of trunk it was fun back then but it made you work harder towards the game and everything hey OG's be needing therapy nowadays huh <sighs> from Man. this shit the way the, the game is like digital you know what I mean they were, yeah. they were used to the whole little that records pocket, and that, that shit from was 90, so gone what, 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 when they really start making that money like 98 through 05 with Murder Inc and all that I, mean, you see I say maybe maybe like 93 bro like yeah. 93 cause that was when you know producers it, getting 100 yeah. Oh, no. you still got your AOL, AOL CD, huh? But that's yeah. not happening right now. You don't <laughs> no. think producers getting 100K? I think so, it's only certain ones. It used to be they would they would get like, okay, they would get maybe, let's say they'll get 50000 for a walkthrough. And shout out to my, my, my bro, man, Band Geek Hustle, man. Hey. <laughs> I learned a lot from Big Bro. But that's my big brother, man, and he he really taught me a lot about the game and about the music business. But um a lot of times, you know, at, at, they would they were getting paid to just do walkthroughs or just do, you know, little small things. But now it's like the producer has to do so much and then they have to go through so much because the artists, a lot of the artists don't want to do good business or great or do, I ain't gonna say good business, do things the right way. Cause there's no such thing as doing good business. You do things the right way. If you, if a person comes to you for a service and you know what I'm saying, you provide the service for them, you should be paid like you should be paid. However, it's contractually agreed or a handshake, which is still a contractual agreement. But a lot of times you get this, okay, the artist get the beat, he make a hit, he make a bunch of money. Now the producer is put in a position where they have to sue to get rightfully paid. I have to spend money to get the money that you owe me. That's crazy. So that that makes it, you know, that made the game and then the labels started catching on also. They were spending so much money on the bigger artists that now they just look at it like, okay, you got a following? Cool, you got a following? We'll fuck with you. And that's what's been happening. That's what's been happening. So, and, and they've been, you know, and I'm, I'm not gonna say that, that they had that this hasn't been going on, but they continue to profit from minority murders, minority problems, minority whatever. And control propaganda. Yeah, we continue to we continue to actually give them the opportunity to when we have social media, we have everything out here to be able to do these things on our own. But because uh, because it's a, a tougher route, 
a lot of people like, man, I'd rather just get signed to a label. But then when you start looking at majority of the artists that we love, look at the type of deals they had to take just to get where they where yeah. they are now. Jadakiss, the lot you know, the locks as a group, Mace, um, Black Rob, uh, even Biggie, even Pop. But you don't think they it's kind of worth it? Like think think about the fact that like let's just say you made it right. Yeah. You're on some Jay Z level, right? Yeah. So don't you think that you need that type of influence in order to change the game? Mm -mm. This is why, because everybody's situation is different. Jay, it took Jay how long to get on? To Man. finally, re he was 30, what, 34, 35? Yeah, he was up there. He had been rapping him since. Eminem was both. He was like 34, he had, I think. He had been rapping since 88. Yeah, with Jazz on. Yeah, and it took, it, 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 it didn't take a major label. It was him and his friends putting the money together but he rubbing shoulders with like nfl like yeah that's, like owners that's you know what I mean? that's but that's what i'm saying like what are you willing to take yeah but he built but see what he did was he had a plan he had a plan so you have to have a plan you don't think he had to play along i but maybe somewhat when he when he became when he started signing to when he started, when he signed to a, a, another label, yeah. But when it was him and his label and his friends, no. He did what he wanted to do. And that's why that album, uh, what was that, Reasonable Doubt? That was why that album was so slept on. Because we chase the popular and leave the authentic behind. And only to have to double back to the authentic because the popular doesn't last long just think about how many just think about from 20 we'll say from 2011 till now how many one hit wonder songs have you heard that's like it's been more of those it's been more of those in this era than it ever would be or ever was in the 90s and they're not even timeless and it's yeah that's what i'm saying like we can still go back and jam diggable planets that song is is relatable yeah, that's what you want to make as an artist. Exactly. Music. Yeah, but who want? And I, ain't, I'm, I'm not being funny, but I don't jam that sound. Pulling at the coop in the light. I don't jam that. That's that was a that was a a, a moment in time. That was a wave. Mm -hmm. That was a wave. That caught a wave. Diggable planets wasn't a wave. You understand what I'm saying? Even even um um. What's the what's the dude that song uh said a drift of memory? Uh PM Dunn, the dude that KRS oh, oh. shout out RIP yeah. to PM Dunn, but yeah, yeah KRS threw you yeah. off stage. But anyway, um <laughs> say man, I'm just being honest, bro. I'm just being honest. I I, I can't help with in my heart. That's just me. So PM Dunn. PM Dunn had two songs, Set a Drift of Memory and Die Without You. Those songs you can put on today. Oh, you sure can. That's what I'm saying. I just listened to it last week. Music like that, it's not that it lasts long, it stands the test of time. Mm -hmm. Because when you make timeless music, there's no time frame. Nowadays, it's microwave. It's mm, Ice Spice or yeah. whatever. Like, <laughs> leave her alone. I've never heard one song from her. Like, that's horrible. <laughs> bro, I, I think I heard a piece of a song of of you know like a whole song and i was I, I, absolutely he was like <laughs> i mean, confirmed i know that she you know i know she make a certain kind of music for a certain kind but of she ain't cardi like, b you know what i mean yeah cardi nice but she don't, but she cardi don't gotta nice. be though yeah she cardi yeah. nice though. okay so I, i'm kind of like i would say i'm kind of torn right because like like you were saying like where did jay-z start where yeah. jay-z is now yeah right so we got to give artists a chance also to evolve you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you hating Ice Spice now, not saying you particularly, but you, anybody who listening be like, oh man, that's trash, that's garbage. What is it doing for the culture? Yeah. But let's give her time to, to mature, to exactly. build. And, and you you know what I'm saying? She she started out as Ice Spice and turned into Oprah Winfrey. Then we applauded her. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Creating Facts. her own network. But that's like saying like you but approve of Bad Barbie. You but know no, what I mean? Catch me outside. Said, like imagine like no. that's that's the type of culture that we're fucking in that we're allowing this bullshit i like, get it i get what you're saying <laughs> but you saying is it worth it what? you gotta have that 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 long-term plan like yo. yo i'm gonna play your game 
But yeah, it I'm came a, for a little bit, but then yeah. I, now that it's I it's all about market, issue, bro. I don't yeah, even think some, none of that matters. Some artists come and do that. Some don't change though. And I'm some, not changing. No, I'm not. We don't want you to change, Tim. I'm never gonna change. I'm talking the ones who. Like, like we were just talking about Sauce Walker. Yeah. He came in the game. Ooh, wait, he pimped this, boom, boom, boom. Then he slowly went back to his old self. Yeah. But he mixed it with the new, you yeah. know, what he did. The poet, the poet mixed with the, the pimp gang, you know. Yeah. And, and this. Yeah, it blew beautiful. people's minds. Beautiful. I just, I, I'm listening. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Mike Tyson. You know, I'm going to shout out a lot of people. Shout out Mike Tyson. I'm a big fan of Mike Tyson. Before I ever grew hair, I used to get Mike Tyson haircuts. That's the way. That's the way I rap. I'm going to come out firing on all cylinders. I'm not gonna waste your time. You you only get a certain amount of time to get people's attention. So in that amount of time of to get somebody's attention, I need to be at my best. And I feel like that a lot of times people get complacent. Can we throw like a little sample verse? No, you know man. I mean? no, 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 messing no. it up. No, it's coming. No. Be patient. Okay. <laughs> it's coming. Be patient. <laughs> but no, but no, Tim. Like on the real though. Like so, when we were talking on the phone, you were talking about superpowers, right? Yeah. And but to tie into the superpowers, we was also talking about freedom. Yeah. All right. And I love the way you explain your definition of freedom. Yeah. And how that is your superpower. Yeah. Hey, share, share some of that with the world. Go ahead, Tim. So for me, um, I've always battled for my freedom. It had nothing to do with the, you know, normally people talk about slavery freedom. It was always mental freedom. The mental freedom is what gives a child the opportunity to know that I can choose anything I want to be and be great at it. But when you take away that option from a child, then they narrow it down and it becomes a what's in my proximity that I can become or I can be to make enough money because I want this. I want what he has. I want what he has. I didn't want what everybody else had. I wanted freedom because I knew that having mental freedom was more important than any dollar than any any other thing you can think of because when you have mental freedom you're able to see things from a different perspective and you're able to have your own have your own you know have your own way about things so whereas people see view people view things from a sense of here they're walking I'm viewing things from above so I can see everything. That doesn't mean that I know everything. That doesn't mean that I'm able to to see everything, but I have a great view of everything. So if I am looking way right here, I can actually look and see. So I need that freedom. I need that freedom. And that's what I fought for as a child all the way up until now keeping my freedom being able to have the options we sometimes we sometimes um we let people um how you say that we let people marginalize us they marginalize us too okay if you rap like this that's the only way you rap no that's not the only way i rap i choose that because i have freedom I choose this. You can't make, you can't marginalize me. That's why you can't say, oh, well, he sounds like this or he sounds like that. You choose to do that. I don't sound like anybody. I don't sound like anybody. Nobody rap, nobody raps like me. And that's not to be some kind of super overconfident person, but there's, I don't rap like anybody. That's the unique part of my freedom. I'm able to go in the booth and say, this is what this song is about. And then rap it. And then y'all, I, I, then I give it to the people and say, here, figure it out. Figure out what I'm talking about. Let's see if you can figure out what's wrapped up in everything. Cause it's not just, it's not just about being able to rap. It's the messages you leave. It makes you want to study again. Like 
man, what do you mean by that? And you go try to decode the words. And I used to go on Genius.com, like, mm-hmm. trying to decode Pusha T and everybody. Like, people hate Pusha T, but... <laughs> But all he do is talk about drugs. I said, bro, that's not easy. He's not <laughs> no. talking about drugs. He's talking about <laughs> no. his life through yeah. cocaine metaphor. <laughs> yeah. And people, like, they stuck on the level one. We down on the level eight. Like, dang, I didn't know he went through that. But he talking about drugs. He, he did that on his album. But nobody don't know it. Yeah. Because he using the wrestler names and bars as coke and, and drug uh, metaphors. And I'm like, he's so wrong for that. But it's it's a lot. I, like the metaphors is crazy. Man, shout out to my shout out to my brother Bad Geek Hustle again, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I got a I had a song where I used I used like uh, all the rappers, like a lot. Well, not all rappers, but rapper names, rapper songs, uh, rapper uh, uh, label names, and I just used them all as bars. Just Cause for like I say, for me, me having that freedom to do what I want to do, it's no limit to what I can think of or what I'm thinking of. I have the space, and just like y'all, y'all have the space. Y'all got all the space to talk about whatever it is y'all want to talk about and do whatever y'all want to do because this is y'all's freedom, and we have to be. When we get that freedom, we have to be careful with who we let into our freedom because some people come into your freedom to hold you in captivity, but it's a certain type of captivity. And then after they hold you in captivity, they start marginalizing you and breaking you down into, well, y'all just do this right here. Bird is a word. Exactly. Yeah, you, yeah, you can't say bird, this. Bird, bird, bird. Don't say this, but try this. Man, listen, you wouldn't believe how Take many. Take saxophone out this beat. It's, yeah. too, it's too soulful. You wouldn't believe how many times I've had to, I've had my verse taken off songs. I've had people do me like this. They sit in the studio and just be like, "Absolutely not." Like, nah, bro, we're not doing that. Like, we come out, uh, come out, come out right quick. Come out, come out. <laughs> hey, bro, for real, negative. Yeah, for yeah. Real. out of compliance. Take it, take yeah. it down a notch, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Turn this shit down. Yeah, Turn yeah. Turn that down, okay? But with him, with Killer, you know, and with my my brother you know working with them um to be an intelligent person to be a smart person to be able to take the things that you take and put together you have to be crazy and the person you work with has to be crazy also because they have to be able to interpret and understand not everything but understand the core things and the vision to be able to build around it or for me to be able to build on what they've made. So that takes a lot of time, a lot of crazy conversations, a lot of crazy verses. Hey, so 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 with that being said, describe your vision. My vision. No, but but no no no. I I, I don't want to hear what the 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 actual narrative of it. I want to I want to hear like what you feel. What I feel about that vision like just imagine yourself forget about us being in the room what does that vision look like go download my project that's what i can tell you if you want to see my vision you download my project i've already put it in the words and it's describe the feeling it's it's freedom it's freedom it's I made a promise, man, I, I tell y'all this. I lost a child. And um, before I lost my child, when my son's mama was pregnant with him, I made a promise to him while he was still in there. Daddy's gonna put out a project and I'm gonna go crazy. So that's what I did. It was about the freedom and the promise I made. I don't believe in breaking promises. We're men. If you say you're gonna do something, do it. If you can't do it, let me know. Communicate with each other. 
Let's be more communi communicative. If I can't make something, I'm gonna tell you, hey bro, I'm not gonna be able to make it. I can't do it. But I'm going to do my damnedest to make sure that any promise I make that I follow through. And for me, that project is my way of honoring my child by being myself and using my freedom to be myself and having someone who understands why I'm doing what I'm doing and having friends who understand why I'm doing what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? And I don't just do this for myself. I do this for also for people who have mental health. A lot of artists have mental health issues. They go up and down, but money will make you think that a person is cool. If I came in here and I was going through all kind of shit, Tripping. Yeah, you thought I wasn't gonna say nothing, huh? Yeah, yeah I stopped mid-sentence on your ass. What you all watching? You better not be watching porn during this motherfucking interview, bro. What kind of porn you watch? Oh, I'm sorry. Hello? Yeah, I'm, I'm still here, y'all. But, um... Yo, everything you're saying, I think that's the reason why they give you guys guns in Texas. You know what I mean? That passion, you know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna trust somebody with that fucking mindset. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like, mean... I'm gonna shoot you if you make me shoot you. Yeah, and that's and that's me in a nutshell. That's me in a nutshell. I'm gonna shoot you if well anyway. If you make me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm not. A, I don't have time to you know be getting my gun taken and now I gotta walk around with a slingshot or some shit. But um, uh, for me, like I say, for me, bro, just and when you get a chance, a free chance, just listen to the business. And when you listen to the album. Um. Well, matter of fact, let's back up. Let's let's put it. Oh, I'm put sorry. Put it in order. Yes, sir. What's the album's name? What's the project's name? Oh, the name of the project is Brian Pillman, the Loose Cannon, and uh, it's basically a story of a, a, one of the wrestlers that was forgotten. 